0: around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree.
1: Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it because life is stressful, so party hard, do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So... I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.
0: So we're at Ash Wednesday, and yesterday I went out and I thoroughly enjoyed Fat Tuesday. I'm tired. We stayed out later than I thought got to bed later than i had anticipated i don't know what 10, 30, 11 that's late for me and this morning i did not want to get up i saw the clock at 4:30 i did not set an alarm and i thought oh well i can i can meditate later it's the first day and i'm saying already i can meditate later why because my husband wasn't up, I didn't want to wake him up. I had excuses. I did, but they were legit excuses, (laughs) which most excuses are by the way. So what I ended up doing was just rolling back over at 4.30, but my husband got up at 4.50. So he got out of bed and I was already awake and I had a choice to make. Am I going to roll back over and go back to bed Or am I going to get up and do my hour mental prayer, my hour meditation with God to kick off Lent in the right way? Thank you, God, for giving me the right answer to that choice. I got up. I completed my beautiful mental prayer. I start my Lent on the right foot. If I had gone back to sleep, who knows what time I would wake up and guess what is on my list this morning to go to confession and to go to early mass now and to receive my ashes as early as possible. Why? Because we're having some weather coming in. So one decision can lead to another decision that is on that same path. For example... If I stayed in bed and I slept in and I didn't set an alarm, I wouldn't be going to the 7.30 confession and the 8.30 mass. I'd have to go figure out another time in the midst of the storm. And that's what happens. You Oh, maybe I won't go. Maybe I won't go till later tonight. Then you push it off and all of a sudden you're now not going and receiving your ashes. This is how it works. (laughs) So if you already have been struggling with making the right decision, it's okay. And if you made the wrong one, it's okay. We just have to be aware. By the way, (laughs) I want you to pay attention today in a wicked, wicked way. You do live your life five percent conscious. That means you're actually paying attention. You're engaged with your brain. You're firing all your synapses in whatever you are doing at that moment. How do I know we live like this? Because I've done a little experiment on myself. I am trying to do things differently. What do I mean by that? When you get up in the morning, we usually go to bed on the same side of the bed. I'm not going to switch sides of the bed with my husband. I think we're good to go where we are, but change it up. Sleep on the other side of the bed, especially if you have that option. Get up on the other side of the bed. Brush your teeth with your other hand the opposite way around your mouth. Put your makeup on the other way. I was putting my eyeliner on from the, from my nose out to the side, out to the side of my ears versus what I usually do, which is from my ears to my nose. And then I did the other side first (laughs) and it was, it was weird. It was different. I had to think. I didn't do it with my other hand. But I think if you ate dinner with your other hand and if you did things like wash dishes and make food and cut vegetables and stuff, you would realize how much auto subconscious programming we have in our body and what we actually tap into in terms of subconscious programming. We have it all over, all over. So today, pay attention. If I didn't have an analytical mind this morning, and I just went with my feeling of being tired, I would have slept in, and my whole kickoff of my Lent would not have been the way that I wanted it to. And it certainly wouldn't have been passion-filled. So, you know what I had to do? Because I was tired, I had to muster it up. Start getting into that excitement that I had yesterday, that passion for approaching this Lent and seeing with awe and eyes wide open and just like, oh, I cannot wait to see what you are going to do in my life, Lord, this Lent. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. So you muster it up. You get excited. You change your state of being. You tap into different emotions and feelings and gratitude. And then you pray. And things change. They do. But you got to make the decision and you've got to pay attention. So today... Try to do things with the other hand. Try to do things differently. That's what I mean. Not in your normal way. And C, you're going to be recreating new brain connections. You're going to be, you're going to find, oh my goodness, (laughs) I really do live on autopilot. You're going to find it's weird. It's difficult because you don't use that, that muscle in that arm or that hand in that way typically. Okay, going back on to what else I am going to do to kick on this Lenten season on the right note and the right attitude with the right spirit, I am going to sit in adoration and I am going to meditate on my rosary, the ones that I did on my YouTube channel. And seriously, it's not about me, people. I mean, I don't get any satisfaction from people listening to my stuff. I do this because I feel that God wants me to share all of the amazing things that he's done in my life, not just the miracles and the transformation and the sanctification after these last 10 years, but truly the learnings and the epiphanies and the knowledge and the ways that I'm like, ah, I can't wait to tell everybody this. Well, that's how I feel. Sorry for that little smack of my mouth there. That's how I feel with the rosary meditations. And even more so because I told you that my mom said, you've got to promote those more. It does nothing for me. It doesn't. It just helps me in my heart to know that I'm helping you pray your rosary more beautifully and with meaning and with true mental prayer, contemplation rising up your heart and your mind to God instead of just checking the box. This is a deal for me, and I have the time. So let me just share with you, I have the time. I can do a 40-minute rosary every day, but I don't. This Lent, that is my spiritual commitment, not only to do mental prayer for an hour at least every day, but to also pray the rosary in deep meditation and reflection. And the way that I know to do that is to do it audibly and honestly to do it with my reflections because I cannot drift off. I cannot go off into my own mind. Because I don't allow myself on my rosary reflection to get into Hail Mary after Hail Mary after Hail Mary. There are actual reflections after each Hail Mary. And the Hail Mary is prayed differently. So it shakes you up a little bit. For example, when it, you know, when you say, Blessed are you among women, sometimes it's you, blessed are thou. And then there are sometimes when I say, Pray for me a sinner. Now and at the hour of my death. So it shakes you out of the repetition and the mundaneness. And it really does have you reflect just for that Hail Mary on that reflection. So you're constantly engaged. Let's just say that. You're not going to fall asleep, but it is going to calm you. I'm telling you, the music that is on there is good meditation music. It calms your mind The minute I I hear that tone the very first note I have this automatic ah, my shoulders my whole body relaxes it's amazing it's amazing man I sound rough this morning okay that is my day confession beautiful mass to receive Jesus and to receive ashes to remind myself And I wanted to read the psalms to you guys today. I'm doing it. I'm sorry, people. I know you've got a life, but it... Where are my glasses? (laughs) I'm not going to read you anything if I don't have my glasses. Okay, here they are. Such a beautiful psalm. And I want us to remember this. Uh, I remember I went off on a tangent with this psalm after a while. I mean, I think I had four or five podcast about a year ago where I just went crazy. Okay, here we go. There's a bunch of them. You're just going to have it. So I'm not going to read all the Psalms that it says here, but it says, be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness, in the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense Thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin cleanse me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. For I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A clean heart create for me, O God and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Be merciful, Lord, for we have sinned. That's going to be our ending prayer. Go back and read and reread. Print that out. Keep it with you. This is something to remember. This time is to show how much we love God and we will sacrifice things that we would otherwise desire in a worldly life, in a sinful life, in a viceful life, or we are going to worship God and love God by adding good things like prayer and time and mental prayer, contemplation, meditation. We are going to give God the currency that matters to him, which is our time. Whatever you're focusing on, and yes, by the way, working out is coming into the mix. That's not even something that I even put on the list anymore. Think about that for a second. Let's go back to December where that was my big thing. And every single day, even though I didn't do it every day, I put that as my mortification. I want to work out every day, moving my body. And almost every day I did it. But look, now I'm in the Lenten season, not too far off from Advent, and I'm sitting here like, hey, I don't have to say, Lord, I'm going to work out every day. Because it's part of my day. It's not, am I going to work out? It is, when am I going to work out? Or what am I going to do to work out? Isn't that amazing? You're really only talking a couple of months. This is what it's about. You're looking at, you're staring at six, 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 I'm done really? Did I just do 666? Six, six, six? <laughs> I did not mean to do that. I want to just say, I wanted to just repeat it six. It's only six weeks, but that's about the time that habits are formed. That's the time when transformation truly happens. And if you're doing it with God, that's the moment that you see things stick where this won't be what you're going to do next Lent. If you catch my drift, my Lenten sacrifice has been to work out, to get healthy, to do something to lose weight, to get my body stronger. That's been my goal. And look, this Lent, it's not. It's not that I've hit my goal, but I have another stronghold on me that I want to work on more. But it's always the three anymore. Soul, mind, body. In that order. In that order. Because the mind and the body are a heck of a lot easier to do with God, having your soul in alignment. And that is what it's all about. And that's what I want you to remember during this Lent time That with God, you can do anything and everything that you believe that you can do with God. If it's his will, that's all we have to do at the end of our prayer. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Like I'm confidently praying that you're going to heal me from whatever this is. My laziness, my lack of desire to pray. My, you know, temptation, my addiction, my relationship issues, my resentment, all my vice vicious behavior. Only if it's your will, of course, and your timing. So we give it all to him to figure it out. But we confidently pray that he will heal this in our life. And then we can be that witness and we can go on like I can look at you or talk to you not look at you, but talk to you and say, hey, there's a flip, a switch is completely on now. I no longer have this disconnection between my body in my life and how it impacts my life. Holy cow. I have been so in tune to how negatively my body was impacting my life. Talk about how often I would wine and ache and pain my body is trained to get in and out of a car cautiously to bend weirdly to walk oddly because i'm i'm compensating for pain or i'm preparing for the pain because usually it'll happen when i'm getting in and out of the car so this is the the craziness that I'm also seeing is I am repeating the pain in my mind. I have trained my body to feel the pain, even though the pain's not even there yet. I've got a lot of reprogramming to do still. And that's my work with God in my prayer so that I can, you know, be pain-free in the future. That's my prayer. I physically put myself in a pain-free body. And I'm, I'm getting there, no doubt, but I have occasional moments where I'm like, where is this coming from? And then I could change my, my mindset and kind of get rid of it. I've been doing that with my hives. I told you the other day, was it yesterday? Might've been yesterday that I'm starting to get little itchies, but the minute they come, I pull myself into a state of gratitude and health and I elevate my mood, I can actually feel my honest energy changing because I'm being grateful, and I'm already saying, Lord, these hives do not itch, I do not have problems, and oddly enough, it goes back to what we've always heard, mind over matter. And there is some truth to that. There is a mental control that we have over our physical mass of this body that we're in and the thoughts and the energy and the emotions and the feelings are all connected and they all connect to our health or our disease. Disease, dis-ease. for those who are new and are joining. <laughs> Got a lot of weird things that happen on this podcast, but you'll catch up. Okay. This girl's got to get going, got to get moving. I am so excited to get to confession and to kick off this beautiful day. I am definitely doing a video. I don't care what I look like. I'm going to do more videos and more shorts. What are shorts? Shorts are short YouTube videos, about a minute long, just little things that can help you kind of get going. So I hope that this morning inspires you, whether you got up and you felt blah or not, you can change it. Don't stay in that state. Why? Why would you want to be in a blah, tired, yucky state? I didn't want to be in it. And it was funny because I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's going to take some effort to get out of this funk. And I was like, oh no, it doesn't get up. Let's go. So there you go. My body was trying to rule my mind with emotions and with being tired and giving me a bunch of excuses because it wanted to be in the old state. And, oh, by the way, don't think that I didn't think that Satan was behind that either. Satan doesn't want me coming on here, getting you all geeked up and jazzed about Lent, walking closer with God. Satan wanted me to fall asleep and to start this whole thing on the wrong foot, (laughs) And it was funny because I didn't think about evil impacting me in my morning until much later. It was more about me. And I was like, you are not going to make the wrong decision here. You are going to start the right way now. Now let's do it, you know, and then boom. So thank you, God. And you can do this too. And if we're paying attention, we could pull ourselves out of anything, out of that resentment for someone, that anger, that sadness, that pain, that anxiety, that fear, that worry, that temptation, that impulse, that urge, that desire. Stop, pause, and pray. Stop, pause, and pray. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And try to pay attention and do things opposite-handed and different ways so that you actually realize how much you don't even pay attention to what you do. You're on autopilot most of your day. And that is how you get programmed in to the same day, the same future, the same life. It's time to stop it. So ask God to remind you, how much you're being a robot today, (laughs) okay? And do it differently. Engage your brain, engage your mind, engage your body. Retrain yourself. All right, everyone. I love you all. Happy Ash Wednesday. Let's not forget who we are and where we are in God's creation. But also know that he loves us so much that he doesn't want us to stay this way. He is ready with us to be passionate about making these changes. Okay, have a blessed and inspired day.